presents the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Finally, The Rock has come back home. Scotty Villa brings you your new favorite pro wrestling podcast. There is nothing you could do that is more dangerous than wrestling CM Punk. He's got the latest in covering all of the major promotions in professional wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Breaking news and hot topics. He's covering everything from Monday night till Sunday night's main event. I'm the hottest thing in professional wrestling. I'm Dr. Rit Baker. D. And we never forget to go old school. I was rowdy before rowdy was cool. From the golden era. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. To the attitude era. And if you're not done with that... To the revolution. It's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to ungoddamn deniable. And everything in between. This is your pro wrestling podcast. This is in my house. Give me a hell yeah! Welcome everybody to the In My House uh, Pro Wrestling Podcast. Paralegal Mike and Scotty Via here. Mike, how are you, brother? Exhausted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you hurting unit today oh. too? Wor- working hard. I know you are as well. Oh, working oh, hard is just miserable, but we're well. here. Hey, it's it's an action-packed week of professional <laughs> wrestling. It, it, it is. Uh, the WWE side, uh, the draft wrapped up. All the draft r- split roster goes into effect May 8th, so on Monday. But before that, we got backlash that we're going to get into in a little bit as well. The AEW world um, taking headlines again, and rightfully so. And we'll get into that in a little bit as well. But it's been a good week pro wrestling wise. I watched a good chunk of SmackDown was really good this past week. Monday Night Raw did its thing, but I'll have thoughts on that. Maybe the next week's show. Uh, thanks to everybody listening to the show last week. We had a great response uh, from everyone listening to the show. A lot of feedback as well that couldn't keep up with some uh, responses back on the Instagram at in my house pod and on the Twitter at in my house pod. So thanks to all the people that are interacting with us, letting us know, um, they're wrestlers of the month and feud of the month, which was fantastic to get back. I think that was a nice little feature we had there, Mike. It is, you know, another great idea from Scotty Via. Well, I only think about wrestling, so all my good ideas go right there. So. <laughs> Can you believe this man has kids? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you, you're so true. Lo- love you, Candace. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a fun feature we're going to do every month. And if we don't do it one month, well, we just simply forgot and life got in the way. But um, as always, find us on Spotify. Give us that uh, five-star frog splash rating. And more importantly, hit share and share this program with all your wrestling friends. And share it because there's a plenty 
of closet fans out there that don't even talk to you about wrestling, but will listen to this show. Yeah, well, everyone just start liking wrestling. It's cool. Yeah, wrestling's cool. <laughs> Your friends should talk about it. Hey, it's a great time. All you, all you weebs out there, anime loving <laughs> folk, you gamers, mm-hmm. get into some, get into some professional wrestling. Some great storytelling happening these days right now, as well. Real quick, uh, we'll give them a plug. The show uh, is coming out, I believe, a day before Ringside Wrestling here in Regina, Saskatchewan has their big show on uh, May fifth. And uh, I'm pretty pumped to go check it out. There's a new champion that's going to get booed out of the building, in my opinion. And uh, yeah, looking forward to that one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I mean, my life. I wish I could be a ringside, but we will be at CWE in the coming week. Yeah, yeah. CWE so the following week, which, uh, dude, big show. I got uh, Jimmy Jacobs, uh, independent yep. wrestling legend and uh, uh, producer writer for Impact Wrestling right now. And Tessa Blanchard doing a, a big Canadian tour before... Uh, she heads down to XPW, I believe it is in the state. She's in a, a, a deal for a few shows there, but pumped to see uh, both those wrestlers work uh, here in the Queen City. Pumped to see how much they're gonna hate heel paralegal. Let's <laughs> 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 nice point, Scotty Via. Let's talk about the world of professional wrestling. <laughs> this week, uh, AEW All In. The pre-sale, the first initial pre-sale went on sale uh, this past week on Tuesday, I believe, and numbers were unreal, and the pre-sale wasn't up for very long. It was only a few hours, and in those few hours on Tuesday, uh, they sold, according to Tony Khan, 36,000 tickets were sold in that initial pre-sale It's great for, for Wembley Stadium. Un- unbelievable. That's that's great. That's I I think that is really great numbers for a pre-sale. And from what I had read, uh, doing a little you know dirt sheet reading here, brother. Uh, a lot of those tickets weren't great seats. A lot of those tickets were high up on the upper bowls and the upper levels, and, and then that bled into Wednesday, where another pre-sale happened, and Tony Khan touting an even bigger number of forty-three thousand tickets have already sold for Wembley Stadium. AEW all in dude the general emission sales go on Friday May 5th so when we wake up on uh, on Friday there's going to be numbers out already about what we're at and that's I think no matter what it's already a massive success for AEW I was I initially said on a couple shows ago uh, that would probably be you know high 50,000s for me to consider it a big success and but seeing the actual reaction already for the pre-sale, Mike, I think they've got themselves a winner, and this show is going to be probably the show of the year. It, I, there's a really good chance for it to succeed as show of the year. Like, I mean, obviously, it's a big one for the year-end awards. It's one we're keeping eyes on. I, um, yeah, we we had said initially that that forty-five to fifty thousand range would be a success at Wembley. I don't think it would make it look too empty. But to hear these tickets were sold higher up, and granted, I was looking at some of the pricing. It doesn't seem like it's it's priced like a WWE high event. Okay, I haven't checked out pricing at all. So, uh, like just like normal tickets, or are we talking like front? No, row like I'm talking like even front row seats. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so like I think like under a thousand. That's great for a big show like this, because I mean, now, I don't think you can get under a thousand for pay-per-views in, in no. north america so 
I, and I think the idea is too, is you're trying, there's probably a low bar where it's like, you have to deal with the venue and you have, they need a certain percentage of those tickets sold. Obviously they're paying to, you know, have staff work it. It's a whole thing. But the idea is for them, if you get that bar lower and you fill the place, that's what you want people at home seeing. Absolutely. Oh, this wrestling event got this many people. So the more butts and seats, the better off you're going to be. Uh, plus, I think people are, and it's a lot of it is AW haters. I'll be honest on the on the Twitter machine. There, a lot of it is AW I, haters. I just don't get this, man. I there's a a, a bunch like wrestling TikTok for all those mm-hmm. people who follow wrestling like we do. I hate how they're so divided. Why can't you just watch both and like both? I have no issue with both. There's times where I'm irritated with what one company's doing. Sure. But I don't hate them. I don't hate the Fed. I don't hate AEW. I just love pro wrestling. They just are different shows. Get over it. This hate has to stop. It really does. Um I, I'm AW with you. haters like fuck off They're and they're full blown out there. But I also look at it very much of like this per or this group likes the Boston Red Sox. This person likes the New York Yankees and they're never going to like the other kind of thing. Right. So that's how I look at it. So I look at it as sports fandom, just people picking their teams. But in, in this scope, I'd rather you just, you know, pick your good guys on that wrestling show that you like and cheer for them and, and boo the bad guys that you don't like on that show. Instead of just hate hating a whole company for yeah, the sake of hating a company. Exactly. But there is a lot of talk out there about like, well, it's gonna be half full, you this, this, and that. I'm like a lot maybe. of arenas are are half full, maybe three quarters full, but then you've got production and you can shoot things a certain way so it looks full. That's how television works. If you watched uh the Foo Fighters concert that I believe was at Wembley Stadium for the Taylor Hawkins tribute, which yeah. I did. Um that stadium wasn't full, but fuck me, it looked packed. But one, it was shot a certain way, and two, they will move people to make it look appear and appear full for television purposes. You're telling me that if this show only doesn't sell another ticket and they only sell forty three thousand people, it's still going to be the one of the loudest, most entertaining and fun environments you will have ever seen in pro wrestling in your life. Well, I, I'm willing to bet everything on that because it's going to be a super fun crowd no matter what. They sold 43,000 tickets and a match isn't sold. They're doing WrestleMania-style numbers based on their name alone. Well, and I mean, there, there's a lot more speculation in, like, super matches that could happen. And obviously, we talked about last week that ever-looming CM Punk return right? is kind of helping the buzz. Because guess what? If you have that many people in there and Cult of Personality hits, Fuck look out exactly. that's a reaction right it, it's going to be huge if you do things where soraya has a championship match uh the, i think the biggest long shot rumor and i don't think this is going to happen mike is drew mcintyre showing up because he's having contract issue talks uh, i th- i i still think he's gonna sign with the fed a hundred percent there's no way vince and hunter are gonna let drew mcintyre leave he's a big star he's on monday night raw now so he can fight for a championship again I don't think he's he's leaving. If he did, I I wouldn't be surprised because he did well when he got cut the first time and became this version of Drew McIntyre on the dependence. But I don't think the the Fed's letting him leave. But you've sold forty three thousand tickets on the name alone on AEW alone, 
And not a lot of companies can do that. Literally, basically only one. Maybe you could throw New Japan in there as well. But I don't think now is the time to just tear the company apart when they're just... I like the fact that Tony Khan's like, I'm really proud of myself and I'm proud of my company that I own and help create because we've done a, a great job right now. And I, do, I don't look at that as him being cocky. And if he is, fucking why not too? But I don't think he's being an arrogant prick about it. And for wrestling fans, we're going to get a great show. So I don't know what yeah. everyone, what all these haters are upset about. If you don't like it, don't watch. That's rule number one of anything. And two, if if other people are watching, let them enjoy it. Just let yeah, let let, let them enjoy it. But I mean, we live in the internet era. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, so again, when something's <laughs> reviewed poorly, like I mean, obviously we follow everything, like video mm. games. Like again, reviews come out, and you're like a six out of fucking ten. You're the worst thing on the planet. Yeah. Yeah, which exactly. by by no means you are, but it's insane to me. <laughs> I know, and wrestling's no different. Like if mm-hmm. that one thing shakes the show, like Raw has a bad segment, this is the worst Raw ever. Yeah, well, no, it, you you didn't book the show. Like right. it sometimes they're not all gonna hit. And sorry, it, it's true. I I'm excited because Mike won. Uh, for us over here in uh, good old Saskatchewan, it's gonna be like an afternoon show. Like we're gonna wake up and the show is gonna be on at like eleven a.m. Oh, that's great! It's amazing, dude. It's gonna be so much fun for for us here on this side of the pond. Um, and it's gonna be, if it starts at eleven a.m., I think I'm good with it going four plus hours. Obviously, I don't want it to be a, a fucking five, six, seven hour extravaganza. Not wasting a workday on it, kind of thing, right? But you can give us a super show, and it's going to be the coolest crowd. Like we've seen those NXT takeovers back in the day that were in the UK where Enzo and big cast are there and, and uh, American alpha are there and, and Finn Balor and all those, just a great card. And the crowd didn't stop singing, dancing and being part of the show from the entire night. It was unreal. I still have it saved on my PVR and I watched every now and then I'll throw it on the background just because it's so much fucking fun to watch. So, 43,000 tickets before general admission goes on sale. Dude, it's it's going to be a show of the year contender, and, and it hasn't even announced a match yet. And, and, and a very lively wrestling audience. Be excited. They're one of the best crowds, if not the best in professional wrestling. Uh, it just popped in my head here, Mike. How do you book this card where, let's say, Soraya is challenging for a championship there, and she can have like an amazing homecoming uh, with this newer company where she is one of the top uh, wrestlers faces attractions to the show. But how do, do you book that and book for the moment or are you booking for heat? Let's just, let's uh, just uh, choose for your book. Your, guess what? Regardless of if you book for heat, she's going to get cheered. Yeah. That's it's true. home. It, it, it's your home. They're going to love you. They're going to embrace you. And, and that's no issue. It doesn't ruin the story. Like, oh, I mean, it, it'll be fine. But at this point, like, you book her for a great match. That's the uh, the big thing. That's a good call, man. Because I, I, in my head, I'm like, you have to, like, quote, unquote, finish that story or have that moment happen. Because we saw it at Clash of the Castle where we're all thinking Sheamus is going to be Gunther to finally become the Intercontinental Champion and win the cha- one championship he's never won in WWE. And it didn't happen. And at the end of it, yeah, it was a bummer. Like, fuck, man. Like, you couldn't have given it in front of his, his countrymen. But he still got the standing ovation. He still 
put on amazing matches following up. And we loved that Sheamus versus uh, Gunther series that happened uh, late last year. So absolutely. You know, plus I think a, a big thing is, is there's a good chance MJF is in the main event defending the title and retaining. So you, I think if the heels always finishing off the, the show with a, a heel win and a dirty win, you can pretty much book baby faces winning the rest of the card. That's kind of how just my, my fun fantasy brain works. But um, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun to think about and predict right now. And I love the fact that, again, not a single match, not a name, not not an actual legitimate seemed uh, leaked match has been in, uh, leaked out or rumored or announced. It's just fantasy booking at this point from all ends of the spectrum of uh, us pro wrestling fans. It, it Again, I think the New Japan show is going to be a big part of the booking for what we see at All In. I and do. Just to jump in for a real sec. And then again, Mike, the week later is all out. Like, yep. how do we thread all these shows, which you, you, you 100% can, and I'm really hoping you do. But man, that's three huge shows in like three months. Yep. You know, so sorry, go on. No, I just I, I do think that I think a lot of people are hoping for um, FTR Punk versus the Elite. I don't think that's going to be the match. I really don't. I, 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 I do. I do believe um, Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay should be fighting for that um, that title. The IWGP is it U.S. title? Uh, United States champion. Yep. Yeah, I really think that should be a title on on that Wembley show. And I think if you're New Japan, you're okay with that too. I'm going to uh, somewhat coward out on this one. I don't want to predict that match until I know Punk is back. Because if Punk is a back, I think it's easily booked Young Bucks versus FTR. I think that's a no-brainer for that match. And then Kenny might be in the world I, I i'd have to really sit and think about this here uh maybe this weekend i'll do some thinking after backlash but um i think i think punk is coming back and i think we're gonna get that match and if punk is back we don't get that match it's it's wrestlemania eight all over again with hogan versus flair money on the table you're just not yeah. doing your fans a service and yeah you might put on other great matches and punk may be involved to someone else and and everything else but that's the match we want. That's the match I think makes for a great storyline because it's a real feud. And we just need these guys to work together for uh, for the program because fans want to see it. And then afterwards, shake hands, go your separate ways, go your separate locker rooms. Hell, go, by the sounds of it, go to your separate shows the way things are going and let it be. But just let, let, it, let it happen. That's what I want, Mike. I just want them to let it happen. But I need to see Punk back first. I need him back uh, on television. <laughs> Yeah, and we'll, and we'll build to that. But you had a perfect segue there. Uh, this weekend, this Saturday, Ooh. Scotty Villa, it's a backlash. It's a backlash. Uh, d- did you remember backlash was coming up this Saturday, Mike? I did not. <laughs> did not. Uh, oh, man. Pull the curtain back a little bit. Text with Mike. What are we talking about on the show? Yeah. Uh, hey, Mike, we're going to talk about AEW and then uh, backlash this weekend. What? And let me. Yeah, backlash <laughs> this weekend. Holy fuck! Uh, but uh, let's be honest, Mike, and you more than me. But both of us are still feeling that WrestleMania hangover. Let's not let's not get ourselves. We're still feeling that a little bit. And a lackluster draft, us proving that the draft is shit. When you can have free agents bouncing around shows, big fucking shocker. The beast doesn't have to be on any one show. Get 
fucked. I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm, we're not going to get into it because I'll get into it for a full 40 minutes. Don't yeah. do a draft. Just start trading wrestlers back and forth if you need to. Yep. That's, that's all it was because you didn't do any blockbuster like, oh, my God, this guy's on this show and this guy. All the main stars stayed on their show. You flip flop the women's champions and the mid card champions and you didn't split up any tag teams or nothing. So you brought up a couple NXT people that, you know, you didn't expect to be brought up. It, it was very lackluster. I appreciated the effort of the production that went into it, bringing legends out to announce the draft picks. RVD on Friday and Monday night was great. HBK. Yep. But, oh, sorry, your boy Teddy Long. I didn't mention Teddy Long, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> holla, holla. <laughs> <laughs> Back in your, uh, your days in Stanford, Connecticut, you and Teddy were tight, weren't you there, paralegal? No, oh, big time. <laughs> but the, the draft is... Uh, a bigger gimmick than pro wrestling. Sometimes it's just, it's not necessary. Just trade wrestlers. That's, that's all you could really do is say, Oh, I this agree. guy's on this show, but uh backlash is this weekend on the WWE network. And uh, I've got my PBR set. I'm very excited. Oh, pay-per-view. <laughs> it's a premium live event. Uh, the card isn't anything to shake a stick. It's nothing phenomenal, but there are some big matches on here that I'm excited about. Uh, the first one being uh, I'm excited about Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn and Matt Riddle versus the bloodline because the bloodline has been on a bit of a losing streak lately and they're teasing solo taking out Jay for a couple weeks now. Yep. I don't think the bloodlines winning this match. And I think we're going to get an appearance from Roman Reigns next Friday or the Friday after. Obviously we've got the Saudi Arabia showing out of champions coming up that Roman will be on Roman's coming back and he's going to be pissed. Yeah, and I, I just, I like Matt Riddle. I do. Trust me, I do. Just seems kind of shoved in to this program just to have Solo be able to do this part of the story for the bloodline. Well, but it's they're all great workers. They are all great workers. Just to jump in for a quick second, Mike, Solo is the one that took out Matt Riddle before Christmas when Matt yeah. Riddle went on his little sabbatical. So they did uh, thread the you know tie their loose ends together, and that's why Matt Riddle's back and involved in this. He it just it it, it is a weird uh situation because Sammy and Kevin were so involved in the storyline going into WrestleMania, and now all of a sudden Matt's in there, and he's just a little bit of an opposite. But he's adding some comic relief to the storyline, which I don't think it needs right now. Sammy's and Kevin are good enough for that. But uh, sorry, go on. But I again, like I, I'm excited to watch this match. It's a great six man. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously, I think we know the outcome. You need to keep riding the high of KO and Sami Zayn, so they need to win. But better yet, you need to make a decision of what we're doing with the bloodline. I, I think they know what they're doing. I think they're just, you know, playing it show by show. And with Roman such a part-timer now compared to his time leading into Mania, it's slowed that process down. Heyman is on every week with Solo and the Usos. And and they're teasing it, uh, I think, in a great way. I don't think they're dragging their feet on this at all. So I, I'm excited to see it. I, I'm going with uh, Kevin, Sammy, and Riddle winning that one. I, I, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm going to also call that uh, Jay takes the pin on this one. So Yeah, well, it, it, it'll definitely help. So mm-hmm. we'll beat him down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this match was announced, and the two wrestlers have had zero interaction before or after the match announcement, it is Seth freaking Rollins versus Omos. Uh, and... I can't run away from Omos. 
You mean free agent Omas, who can appear on any show he wants? Oh, for um, Christ's sakes. Mike, Seth Rollins the, uh, is, is probably, outside of Cody Rhodes, the most over baby face on WWE television right now. They just did a big tour of of uh, uh, France and Spain, and, and they were over in uh, Europe there. And two nights in a row, the first night, the crowd sang Seth Rollins' song for 10 minutes in a row. And Seth just stood in the middle of the ring with his arms out. The next night, they sang it for 12 minutes in a row before they essentially had to cut it off and get the match yep. started. Dude is over like gangbusters. And he cut great promos last week when they announced the, the new world championship. This week, another great promo in the ring with Paul Heyman. So I don't see how Seth loses this one at all. There's no way he's losing it. And how do you have this match in Omos? come out looking like a monster again because he just doesn't he looks like a big guy that can throw a guy around until he takes a finisher and then he's done so this what, match is what's the me. what's the idea scotty is is that you're trying to build omas well but he's gonna eat another <laughs> fucking loss yeah or does the match not even happen i'm starting and to wonder beats that. Up, and, and he beats him down before the bell even rings I'm starting to wonder that, or they do some chicanery where Omas couldn't get to the venue into the country or sorry, into the uh, territory there. Uh, something because they, there's been no interaction. It's been odd. And if they're just doing it as a, a spectacle match, you could have at least hyped it up as a spectacle match. And I don't think they did that on raw. So very odd booking, but you know, it's a match that Seth Rollins is going to win. Yeah, I, I agree. And Seth's got to continue winning. Yep. Keep that building because he should be wearing that new belt. We I think we both agree that it should be him. I'm I'm really excited, Mike, getting into United Champions at the end of May here. I'm getting really excited to talk about the possibilities of who's gonna win that championship. I'm assuming they're gonna start a tournament next week or the week after, but we'll have to wait and see because the roster change is going to affect uh on May 8th. We've got one of the women's championships. It is SmackDown Superstar, Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair versus EO Sky, who is also a SmackDown wrestler now. Odd, but that's for the Raw Women's Championship, which neither one of those women are on. I think this is a nice showcase match for Bianca. They're really teasing that Bailey is jealous of EO Sky and probably going to turn on EO and they're going to push EO as a big baby face. It's I'm hoping for a good match because both these women work great in NXT, but since EO's come up, she just hasn't had that NXT style performance. And uh, I think you either got to put up or shut up tonight or else they're, I think they're just going to lose steam on you. Yeah. I, I mean, shows how much they're putting into damage control. So mm-hmm. it, we've been saying it for a while. It looks like the end was coming for that group, but for EO sky, I just, <laughs> come on, you're, you're wrestling Bianca Belair. Yeah. It's just, you're not, <laughs> you think you're going over, you think you're getting the, the one, two, three. <laughs> no, It'd be no, well. You're not. Quick side note: there were a couple of uh, female wrestler NXT call-ups uh, during the roster or the uh, the draft this past week. I think EO gets kicked out, and Dakota Kai and Bailey brings on two of those women that were brought up out of the three or four that were brought up. So that's just a quick little Scotty Via pick of the week. Um, yeah, well, but yeah, <laughs> Bianca Belair getting the big fucking dub. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, the United States Championship match. The United States Championship is now on SmackDown. Austin Theory got drafted there with the U.S. Championship. 
He is defending against Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed. And I'm be a sleeper, a sleeper match, like one one to really look out for. I, I'm with you, dude. Bronson Reed and Bobby Lashley have been beating the shit out of each other in matches uh, the last couple of weeks and in brawls. Uh, I think they need to really push Bronson Reed to the point where they're going to get people to care about him one way or another. So when he has these awesome matches and is either crushing guys or getting taken down, people care. Since he's been signed back with WWE, um, yeah, it's been great, but there's been no push or no reason or rhyme as to why he's even on television. He's not getting great reactions, but I think this is the time. I think after the 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 roster split here again, reset. I can't think of the word draft for some reason. Today. Fuck me. Um, I think after the, <laughs> after the draft, they're uh, they're really going to start pushing him. Probably have a feud with him and uh, Bobby a little bit more if they're still on the same same show. Oh, I don't know oh, if they are. Oh. Yeah, I, I think the the worry here is that are you going to keep momentum going for Austin Theory? But I kind of think you you strap up Bronson Reed and made it, make him a made man. I'd like to see it. I just I don't see them taking the, the gas pedal off of Austin Theory right now. I see, and I, I'm kind of with you. I'm with you too because it's just you've been working to this to kind of get him away from that money in the bank, Austin Theory. Yeah. Which is, which again, I like this this United States champion, Austin Theory. I do. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to get Bronson Reed over, like maybe you take that shot and yeah. you go for it. I'd like to see it. It wouldn't surprise me one bit if they strapped up uh, Bobby Lashley either. Because with, with SmackDown, again, you, your world champion is Roman Reigns, who's only shown up on the show once or twice a month before a big pay-per-view. And that's not including, you know, Money in the Banks or anything. Like that. We're talking big pay-per-views. It's either Saudi or one of the big four. Yeah. So... I think the U.S. title will be the main title defended, kind of like uh, Gunther's done with the Intercontinental title up until he got drafted to Raw this past week. So it wouldn't surprise me one bit if they strapped up Bobby and he was your top guy for a little while. AJ Styles is back on SmackDown with the club. There's things to do there, but um, a lot of fun stuff there. But yeah, I, I'm I'm going to go Austin Theory retaining, and this, like you said, could be the sleeper match of the night, show stealer. Yeah, but you know what? In, and I'm with you. Just to keep that momentum going, I'm with Austin Theory as well. Nice, nice. So for the SmackDown Women's Championship, we've got Monday Night Raw's Zelina Vega uh, challenging against Monday Night Raw's SmackDown Women's Champion Rhea Ripley. Uh, Oh, uh, man. (laughs) uh, Let's be honest, the show's in Puerto Rico. Yeah, the show's in Puerto Rico. Uh, Zelina Vega is of Puerto Rican descent, uh, so it makes sense as to why she's in this match storyline-wise, and you know, you can really build her up as an uber underdog baby face that is unfortunately just going to get destroyed and crushed by Rhea Ripley. Yep. And the fun part is yes, you'll get a huge reaction. Yes. The internet will freak out over which nerdy outfit she chooses to wear, which, which, which character she's going to be from said video game or anime. It's, it's hard to say, but big, it will be a big pop for Zelina Vega in a squash. Gonna be a squash. Yep. It's just I, it is. should be because I mean we're talking about my girl, Rhea Ripley. <laughs> Dude, I think it should be a squash too. Five minutes at most. Zelina will get in a couple Hurricane Ranas, maybe a code red and a couple false finishes, and then that's it. It doesn't need to be too much longer yep. than that. You need to establish Rhea Ripley was the first person drafted on the Monday Night Raw edition of the draft over Seth Rollins and everybody else that was available that night. So I think you need to make a big statement for Rhea Ripley uh, this Saturday at Backlash. 
Uh, we're going to go with the San Juan Street Fight. <laughs> fucking <laughs> terrible. Damien God Priest damn. Versus Bad Booney. Um, I think I don't know. This easily could be the main event as the way the show has been built and how over Bad Bunny is uh, uh, in the non-wrestling world. So it makes sense uh, that it could be the main event. I don't think it should be. I think the other match should be, but um, I think we're going to get it. I I don't I don't think it's going to be. I think they should open the show. Ooh, I would like to see that. That would be great opener, dude. Holy. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I'm sorry, but like, we'll get to it. But Brock and Cody are going on last. Like, yeah. get fucked. Or they're <laughs> going put on that first. On Bro- they could be going on first. Or so Brock goes or home. <laughs> shit. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Brock's um, obviously, obviously, we appreciate the work Bad Bunny's put in the ring in mm. WWE. <laughs> Damian Priest, unfortunately, is a part of the Judgment Day, so you know <laughs> they're losing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just tell them already. Bunch of fucking losers. There's only one person in that whole group that wins, and that's Rhea Ripley. That's right. That's right. Um, ah. I, I want. There's going to be, um, I think, some Dominic Mysterio shenanigans. Yeah. Rey Which again uh, should, yeah, should be allowed in a San Juan street fight. That's right. <laughs> Interference um, is allowed so, in San Juan. Yeah, someone's going to get stabbed. <laughs> 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 uh i think it'll be good mike uh bad bunny's not done a bad job in any of his wrestling performances and watching him swinging swing a kendo stick on monday night raw he was laying his shit in i'm pretty sure he got told to but he did uh we're running out of time here brother so we gotta get going here but i'm picking bad bunny for the win i'm also you you can't not pick bad bunny brock lesnar versus cody rhodes which should be the main uh... event or the opener uh I don't know how, but I think Cody should go over on this one. It, it wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't. Uh, I'm liking this feud quite a bit the, with the Brock heel turn, but um, I'm thinking somehow Cody's going to pull out the victory. I I think we both are kind of in agreement that this is where your ladder starts. Yep. Cody's got to start beating some guys to make his way back to Roman, mm-hmm. which we hope is for SummerSlam at this point. I'll get into that another show. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but I mean, it, I I kind of feel like it's in the way of like building it up to WrestleMania next year. Yeah, yeah. It, but I, it doesn't matter. But I, in this match, because I know we're running out of time, um, I hate it because it's Brock. I, I love I love Brock Lesnar, but I, he just doesn't work long matches where Cody's able to do the thirty minute match. Brock doesn't work that kind of match. You're, you're it's a, so it's right. an uneven matchup. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how these guys work. I think they'll work well. I think Cody will sell his ass off, and I think Brock will sell his ass off to make Cody look like that viable underdog that shouldn't be beating him like Brock always does. Let's be honest. He always does that. So yeah. uh, I'm picking Cody to win. The only thing is, if Cody kicks him in the balls to win, I'm going to be super pissed because that's what every little it, guy does. It drives me nuts. But guess what? I, I just don't think Cody can go that route for the story. Mm-hmm. Good call for this for the Cody story that everyone's so butthurt about. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna do a full show on that one of these days. It, oh, for great. sure. <laughs> but um, but I'm with you. I don't know how it looks booking wise, but Cody's coming out with the W. I think so. I think so. I agree, pal. I'm excited for Backlash. Not gonna lie, talking about it and looking at this card and chatting about it with you gets me more pumped up for it for this Saturday. And uh, Excited to see how it lays out. Obviously, hit us up on the socials at In My House Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And give us your picks. We want to hear what you guys think. 
If you're going to a local wrestling show, let us know what you're going to. Send us some pics. We'd love to see that. We'll share them, retweet them, whatever it is. Thanks for listening to the show. Fairly good, Mike. You got anything else? That's it for me, pal. Another great show. Enjoy Backlash, everyone. Enjoy Backlash, everybody. We'll chat again next week. Uh, for Paralegal Mike, I am Scotty Via on Spotify here. This is the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Cheers, Welcome to my-